What's up, everybody? This is Jeff. I'm bringing you another Maverick resource review today. Uh, These segments are to highlight resources that can benefit students, youth pastors, youth workers, and parents. I will sit down with the author or the group that came up with the product. We will talk about how it benefits others and hopefully give you a good inside look on how it could benefit you and your ministry. Our resource spotlight today is with Chris Casper. Chris is the founder of Techless, and they have a flagship product called the Wise Phone. Chris and I talk about the beginnings of the company and the product, why he started doing what he is doing, uh, what his products look like, um, and we talk about how we can help introduce wisdom and discernment for children and teens as they interact with technology as believers in Christ. If you are a parent um, or certainly a youth worker working with junior hires, especially who are probably getting access uh, to some things they haven't before, I think this conversation and the products that Techless develops will be very interesting for you to hear about and even for adults because their products are also for adults. So let's go ahead and hop into this conversation with Chris. Well, Chris, uh, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast with me. Welcome. Uh, I'd love for you to start off by briefly introducing yourself to us and our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to be here. Thanks again uh, for for having me. I love, my wife and I are passionate about youth. We've done foster care for years and so honored to be here. So yeah, just in a nutshell, I am the founder of a tech company called Techless. We started a couple years ago. And, you know, um, I have four daughters. My wife and I met at uh, Focus on the Family Leadership Institute. So kind of a fun story there. Uh, But I live in a small town in Texas called Shiner, 2000 people, very small town. And I'm also a leader of a house church. So we definitely stay busy. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. Great, man. Great. Uh, Yeah. I'm here in uh, Dallas. So I'm not sure how far Shiner is from here. Uh, yeah, but, about four hours or so. Okay. So. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, today on this uh, resource review, we we're talking about Techless and uh, that's T-E-C-H. And, um, you know, this generation, Generation Z, and certainly the generation behind them, Generation Alpha, uh, we've never seen this much dependence and being inundated with technology and having that dictate not only social life, but life in general. Um, And uh, it's always good for us to learn new methods and resources for navigating the online world for parents to hear, for youth workers to hear. That's always helpful. Um, so Chris, what were the events and trends in your personal life and things that you observed in culture that led you to starting Techless? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> okay. How much time do we have? Now I, I'll, I'll start out small. Okay. So, so for me and my wife, we, we did foster care. We love kids. We've had probably seven kids come and go in our house. Some crazy stories. That's a whole other ca- yeah. chapter. We yeah. could go on for that. And um, but we there was one moment when we were doing foster care where we had a ten and thirteen year old daughters dropped off sisters, and they were dropped off at our house. And you know we filled out the paperwork, and the caseworker's walking out the door, and she says, "Hey, don't let these girls near anything that looks like a phone." And we 
And it's actually a pretty tricky conundrum because they were used to phones. And so here's this freedom that they had that they were used to. And we wanted to not be these jerk foster parents that just lay down the law and this is how it is. And it's our house. We wanted to be very welcoming and as much as we could give them as much freedom as possible. And, and, and so we pick our battles, right? And this was one that we were were really stuck. Um, And we finally found that Amazon Alexa was a pretty good device for them because at the device level, there was no screen. And the stuff they had gotten in trouble with previously was all connected to screen usage. And so that kind of sparked this idea of a safe device that's built at the device level. And then you just look at the stats. I mean, I I read a, last week I was on a podcast with a doctor who wrote a paper on the pornography epidemic in high school and junior high. Mm -hmm. And the first sentence said, it had used the word smartphone in it because smartphones are the greatest medium, the greatest vulnerability for just so much, um, Mm -hmm. so much. There's a lot of just kind of mysterious dangers that parents are worried about and they're valid fears. Um, and so I said, okay, if we could tackle the smartphone thing and make a smartphone that is safe, that out of the box, that has really a biblical worldview built into it, then that could change the world. And so our goal is to move the needle on the pornography epidemic, on app addiction, entertainment addiction. I mean, these are these are things that all of us have touched. You know, we've we've all felt at some point in our life. And so we just wanted to make respite a simple solution for parents. So. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 quite the jump start and the and the parting shot as at the caseworkers walking out. Oh, by the way, no no phone. You're like, uh, like okay, like that's quite a jump. And so for you guys to be able to think about what that looks like and to adapt and then realize from that one example of how so many could benefit from that perspective. That's that's really cool. And and that's our personal story. But then you also asked about kind of the overarching industry trends too. Mm -hmm. That's sort of the second half of your question. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I went to CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. It's the pinnacle of consumer tech, okay? Mm -hmm. And I was there ready to be blown away. Industry-only event. I was a technologist, so I got an invite. And so I show up, and the first thing I see is a giant billboard from Apple that says, what happens on this phone stays on this phone. Oh, wow. I mean, think about what that really means. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That is dark. That is secret. That is not a really, that's the opposite of holy. <laughs> I'll say that. And, and, and then it realized, and I, so I saw that. And then I walked 62 miles up and down the, the Las Vegas Convention Center in like two and a half days. And I just got this resounding sense that this tech world, the tech industry is just hollow. It's shallow. There's nothing substantial. No, no, no one's looking at this from a biblical worldview. And so I think just having a seat at the table, being somebody that's making something that questions the assumption, should pornography be on this device or not? Google looked at that question and said, yeah, no big deal. Apple looked at that and said, no big deal. Amazon looked at it. They're the number one host of porn in the world. Mm. Um, and these guys all just push past it. But we're asking some bigger questions and, and really starting from the ground up. And it makes a big difference when it comes to product design. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure being an innovator and entrepreneur like what drives product creation is asking the right questions and saying like where does this meet a need and what could this actually do. Um and you know, I know several youth workers probably who are listening and even parents go to the practical use. And so um and I think this will allow you to really talk about um the products 
specifically. So malls, skate parks, and congregating outside of a movie theater, you know, those aren't really the places you find teenagers anymore. You find them on YouTube, Twitch, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram, chatting while gaming. You know, there are always exceptions, but that's a general social condition right now. So accordingly, youth workers are being taught how to engage with students online because that's where they usually find students and their friends. So my next question is, do you feel like Techless serves better as a starting point for kids and teens first getting a phone? Or do you feel like it should be focused on pulling teens away from their technically inundated lives? Ooh, you got good questions. Um, so straight up, I will say the kids that have gotten a, a wise phone, which is the, the our flagship product, for their first device are thrilled. They love it. Yeah. They're jumping up and down and doing backflips. I got a phone. I got a phone. And the kids that get this after they've had a smartphone mm-hmm. and just like, they're very resentful. Um, yeah. In fact, so much so that I want to make a, I want to interview psychologists specifically and ask, how do you work your way backwards? Because it's kind of punishment. Yeah, uh, that's really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's a difficult situation. Now, I'm not saying it's something that you as a parent shouldn't consider. Uh, I'm just kind of letting you know our experience in the past. But I would definitely say if you've got a kid or if you have parents that you're talking with that have a kid that they're looking to get a phone, man, really, that's a golden window of opportunity to really just double check the cultural assumptions of the world and say, what are we doing? Why are we doing it? And and that's a golden window of almost irreversible entitlement to technology. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I would agree. And I think, you know, when when I first... um, got in touch with you uh, and your and your people and we're looking at your products. I was thinking, you know, I remember several years ago when my wife and I, we didn't have kids and, and we're like, you know, whenever we have a kid, we're not letting them get a phone until this age. Or if they do, it's only going to be like an iPod touch or whatever, where they can just text only and call us in an emergency or something if they need to. And, and that, you know, kind of, as you mentioned, to, to go from having everything and seeing what your friends have to going backwards that's really hard. So where do you introduce them? How do you introduce them? And I definitely um, personally look at this as a good launching point because not only practically does it give them what they need as a basis to connect with friends, but it also says, here is an introduction to how to have discernment about what you have in the future, right? And so I like tools that introduce that wider perspective and introduce wisdom and discernment on whatever you had after this, no matter how elementary, how complicated it's going to shape you, it's going to influence you. How's it going to do it? You know, even having text messages when you haven't had them before, that's going to be a profound impact. And so that gives you good conversation pieces as parents and as youth workers really to say, how are we being influenced by advertising, by technology? You know, we see all these studies now about how technology, uh, shapes your brain chemistry and the gray matter and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think that's a really good launching place for several reasons with students and, and technology. Yeah. And just feeding off of that, I wrote an article called the dangerous riches of our smartphones. And the whole concept behind that article was this is so, so much power, so mm-hmm. much value in this tiny little package. Mm-hmm. And just like, Biblically, looking at wealth, think of all the warnings. It's the number one most discussed topic in the Bible, talking about money and how dangerous it can be and how it, it's potential to distract us from the kingdom of God, from our God-given purpose. And technology is almost the same. 
it's it has just massive potential. Yes, there's some cool things that can come of it. I'm not writing it all off altogether, but it has tremendous potential to distract us from the kingdom of God. And so I've started to talk to people and, and ask them to think about technology in the same way that they think about money for their kids. Mm-hmm. So how would you teach your kid? I mean, think about it. Most parents have an understanding of, hey, I want my kid to start out by having an allowance so that they can know how to tithe and they're intentional about it. And there's Dave Ramsey courses and there's all kinds of information about how to handle money and raise up a kid properly with the right perspective. But there's so little on technology. And so our hope is to kind of fill that gap in some way. It's just like you said, here's a starting point to start this dialogue, to start having conversations. You know, here's here's a dollar for your allowance. You can put 10 cents in the offering jar <laughs> um, and kind of figure this out. And, and we've seen that play out. I mean, we've had parents that said, you know, my daughter was texting her friend 30 times for every one text message that her friend replied back. And they're like, okay, hey, we need to talk about this. Like, there's a chance you might be bugging your friend. And there's sounders, <laughs> so, you know, there was a conversation that was had because she still had training wheels um, on this piece of tech. And it started to open the dialogue in a very healthy way where she couldn't jump off a cliff metaphorically and really get in deep water. So that's exactly yeah. what we're hoping to do. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Chris. Uh, well, before our last question about feedback, uh, walk us through Techless and the flagship products of the Wise Phone, what the features are on it, and what people who had the phone will have access to. Yeah. So, Wise Phone is it's a very simple, basic phone, but it is not a kid's phone. It is safe for kids, but there's a very clear distinction because there have been other people that have made kids' phones that are colorful. And at the end of the day, kids don't really like them. They've, I mean, big companies have launched kids' phones, and they just don't work. I mean, you hand a baby a smartphone and a toy phone, and I, you know which one the baby's going to play with. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. and, and so we designed it to basically appeal to the hipster, you know, digital minimalist crowd. That's the best way to describe it. And so it's extremely well designed, very Apple-esque, very clean. You know, the whole interface is built with two colors. So it looks like a normal smartphone, but the operating system is completely different. It's a minimalist operating software. And in a sense, you have just very basic tools. You can call, you can text, there's maps, there's a camera, there's a calculator, there's a flashlight, and that's about it. You know, there's no, what's more important than what's on it is actually what's not on it. There's mm-hmm. no solo entertainment. There's no access to advertising or social media. There's no app store. There's no, obviously no pornography. It's just a very basic, clean lockdown device that is a practical tool. So kind of like a phone, the way phones used to be in a sense that you can't find anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, can you share some of the some of the specific feedback you've received from customers and users of your products? How has Techless helped improve the lives of others? Yeah, so one of the trends I just realized actually this week is that this is this is a pretty behavioral level transformative product, meaning you could install a little app or do some screen time controls and it's very incremental solution wise. And you know, you, you shave away at your screen time, cut away 5%, 10% screen time uses. This is like diving off the deep end. Um, but as a result, it makes a real life transformation. It's, it's not an inch deep using this device. It's, it's a mile deep. And so we've seen some very radical, radical transformation. And the, the stories that I like the most um, there's a lot of uh, 
men, you know, gr- grown men and, and a few women that use it just because they've struggled with pornography and they want to do whatever the heck they can do to just live a pure life. So mm-hmm. this is what they're doing. And so those stories are, are hugely encouraging to me. Uh, other stories are instances of parents having good, healthy dialogue with their kids because another aspect of this device is we believe in transparency. There is no incognito mode for us. You can't delete messages. It's the opposite of Snapchat. Um, And so every call, every message, location history, it's all tracked in a family portal. And, and that portal, I have had concerns about helicopter parents being overbearing, but so far Mm -hmm. the way it's played out is that it's just been loving people engaging in loving dialogue with their kids about situations, everything from bullying that's occurred to just, you know, uh, just living with less distraction. (laughs) So those are kind of the stories that excite me for the most part, if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, no, I I like that. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And, um, and I like that you brought up the helicopter parenting. And I think what we've seen the last mm, five to seven years, especially is more of an, is more of a progression to what people call bulldozing with parenting. And it's just outright, like, you know, I, I did a, I did some research um, a few years ago now, so I'm not sure what the numbers are now, but at the point I did research, it's like eight to 12% of this age group, which definitely was like, younger millennials and maybe the oldest on the spectrum of, of Gen Z, if they had a problem with their employer, their parents would handle it for them. That's what I mean by bulldozing parents. Like they have no idea how to handle life because everything's been done for them. You will do it this way or no way, you know? And so I, and kind of like what you've mentioned with other things, I think that's a whole nother topic, but with this kind of uh, phone and, and device, what you want to do is, uh, teach your kids or your students, if you're a youth worker, really how to make good decisions, how to ask good questions and not just have the right answers, uh, but learn discernment, learn how to go out and do that on their own, to have conversation, right? To be able to establish those things uh, and not just with their faith and owning their belief and knowing why they believe what they believe, not just because mom and dad or, or my pastor does, but with technology, how's it influencing me? How's it shaping me? You know, and I think this is a great tool to have that, hopefully not to abuse it as now I can have ultimate control over my kids in every way, but to use it as a teaching uh, tool to be able to say, you know, how can you help grow in discernment and uh, to make wise choices and maybe not necessarily do everything the way I think you should do it, but to learn to do things well with integrity. So, yeah, yeah. And just like the way you build that character is by letting kids struggle and wrestle with things. Yes. But you yes. want them to struggle and wrestle with the right things and not yeah. the wrong things. Right. And that's right. kind of our hope and intention is that they struggle with, hey, figuring out how to walk through these relationships or deal with just, but not having to worry about this very scary thing that's seeking them out through their smartphone typically. Yeah. So it's, it's the healthy struggle that builds character. That's what we're focusing on. Exactly. Yeah. The healthy struggle. And you're totally right because all that stuff with, porn and and even other advertising geared toward teens it really does it really is meant to feed that addiction vibe it really plugs into you need this you have to have it right and it's not good for us to be bound by anything i think technology has shown us maybe uh, a very easy tangible practical target of what can be an idol in your life and what can be really 
a draining influence that's that that can lead to things that that aren't good and so uh yeah I think this is this is great uh, for a lot of ways, man. Uh, so, Chris, tell us where people can find information about this device, and uh, maybe hear or uh, read things that you, that you've written about technology. Where can people connect with you and with Techless online? Yeah, so everything's on our website, techless.com, T-E-C-H-L-E-S-S.com. And we have Wise Phone available for sale there. The lowest model costs $199. The more expensive model that a lot of adults use is $799. So in that range. And it's pretty straightforward. We have resources for parents. We have resources for digital minimalists. We're kind of appealing to both crowds. But yeah, I would just say if you're a parent who is in the midst of this struggle that I've heard so many parents talk about of what do I do? I'm stuck. We're here for you. We wanted to be that solution. So reach out to us, shoot us an email at hiatechless.com, but more than anything, just visit the website um, and we'd be happy to help in any way. Perfect. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for hopping on and I'll be praying for you as God uses your, you and and your platform to help uh, limit the, uh, bad distractions and influences while also growing discernment with parents and students and technology. Thanks again, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. That concludes today's Maverick Resource Review. Thanks again to Chris for joining me. You can find the links to his website with his products in the show notes and on our link tree and the bio link on any of our social media pages. But as a quick reference, check their website at T-E-C-H-L-E-S-S dot com. Techless dot com. Thanks again for listening to this resource review. Our next episode drops this Tuesday. So until then, thanks for listening. Adios.